0: Costs to originate keep rising even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk. I'm Victoria Wickham and this is the daily download. Today, I'll cover a report that claims Texas-based mortgage lender Caliber Home Loans will potentially go public this year at a valuation over $2 billion. I'll also cover a report that shows the number of mortgages and active forbearance rose by 21,000 after six weeks of steady declines, as well as a report from the Labor Department that indicates the U.S. unemployment rate in September hit a six-month low of 7.9%. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by James Kleiman that covers a report that claims Texas-based mortgage lender Caliber Home Loans will potentially make its public debut this year at a valuation north of $2 billion. According to the report, which came from the Wall Street Journal, the company, owned by private equity firm Lone Star Funds, filed confidential IPO paperwork with the Securities and Exchange Commission and could make its public debut as soon as this week. Kleiman writes that Caliber, which is headed by CEO Sanjeev Das, has retail, wholesale, and correspondent lending channels and has developed a large book of business in the purchase space. Notably, Inside Mortgage Finance reports the company originated about $36 billion in mortgages during the first half of the year, and data from analytics firm Recursion shows although the company sells many of its loans, Caliber is still one of the largest servicers in the country. In fact, as of September 1st, Caliber was the nation's 13th largest largest agency mortgage servicer, with about 2% market share for a total of $136 billion, placing the company just behind United Wholesale Mortgage. Furthermore, the company is now among the 10 biggest GSC sellers in the country, with nearly $34 billion in mortgages through August. If Calibre does indeed go public this year, Kleiman says it would become the fourth mortgage firm to lay plans for an IPO in 2020 that came in at a valuation over $2 billion. Notably, America's largest lender, Rocket Mortgage, made its public debut this summer and is now trading at $45 billion valuation, and the nation's second-largest originator in the country, United Wholesale Mortgage, made plans to go public last month, coming in at a $16.1 billion valuation. It's worth noting, Loan Depot is rumored to go public at a valuation as high as $15 billion. Our next story comes from Alex Roja and covers a report from Black Knight that shows the number of mortgages and active forbearance rose by 21,000 after six weeks of steady declines. According to Black Knight, although the raw number increased, the number of all mortgages and active forbearance remained at 6.8 percent, unchanged from the week prior. Roja writes, as of September 29th, 3.6 million homeowners remain in COVID-19 related forbearance plans, representing 700,000. $151 billion dollars in unpaid principal. The report indicates portfolio-held and private-labeled security loans were largely responsible for the recent increase, with the forbearance share gaining from 7.1% to 7.3%, a total of 28,000 new loans in forbearance. Notably, the rate for home loans in Ginnie Mae Securities, primarily mortgages backed by the Federal Housing Administration or the Veterans Administration, rose to 11.2% from 11.1% and the for- Forbearance rate for mortgages backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac offset gains by a 9,000 decline in GSC forbearances, falling to 4.7% from the previous week's 4.8%. According to the report, active forbearance volumes are now down 8% from last month, and GSC and portfolio and private loans have each fallen by 10%, with a more modest 4% decline among FHA and VA loans. The report also states, of the 3.6 million loans still in active forbearance, more than 75% have had their terms extended at some point since March. Black Knight now estimates significant extension and removal activity over the next few weeks as more than a million forbearance plans are set to expire in September, with another million in October. Our last story also comes from Alex Roja and covers a report from the Labor Department that indicates the U.S. unemployment rate hit a six-month low in September. According to the department's data, the unemployment rate came in at 7.9% last month, down half a percentage point from August 8.4%. Roja says with 1 million people making up that half percentage drop, the department estimates that 12.6 million Americans are still unemployed, and although the rate has been declined, declining since April's 14.7% record spike, the decline has begun to slow. In fact, August's unemployment rate dropped a full 2 percentage points from July's 10.2% rate, while July dropped nearly 1 percentage point from June's 11.1% number. In September, total non-farm payroll employment rose by 661,000 but remained 7% below February's peak. Furthermore, private employment increased by 877,000 while government employment fell by 216,000, a stat Mortgage Bankers Association's Senior Vice President and Chief Economist Mike Frattantoni chalks up to drops in local education employees, as many schools did not bring their workforces back in September. According to him, job growth is going to be more difficult for many sectors, and although workers on temporary layoff continue to be called back to work, the number of permanent job losses have increased by 2.5 million since February. That being said, as businesses attempt to safely reopen, leisure and hospitality as well as retail trade are experiencing employment gains. In September, residential construction employment posted another large increase, including specialty trade contractors, which saw job gains of 22,000, something Fannie Mae chief economist Doug Duncan says is a welcome sign for a sector dealing with supply constraints. According to him, the number of persons working part-time but who would prefer full-time employment fell by 1. percent 3 million in September, representing a positive signal of labor demand but also highlighting significant underemployment. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Daily Download. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and join us again tomorrow.